0: Most of all, you get the most delightful 30 minutes of your week. So dig in. It's breakfast time. Listen at breakfast.com, Apple Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are found.
2: Hi, I'm Buzz Dixon. I am the
0: writer and story editor of G.I. Joe. And I'm here at Knowing is
1: Half the Podcast.
0: And I'm with Ray, Robert, and Gina. And have a good time.
2: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to a special bonus episode of Knowing is Half the Podcast. Now, what makes this very exciting is if we decide we do want to do Series 2, after all, we won't have to go back and do this episode. We can
0: just, like, plug it in, and that's one less thing we have to worry about. That's uh, a plus. Do we have like? Are we gonna have like opening statements for this uh, for this particular episode? <laughs> or are we just gonna like guys get to it when they get to it? Here's the deal. I would
1: like to do an opening. Yeah, statement. I
0: think we should. I hadn't thought about it. I'll
2: prepare one while you guys are doing it. Yes, uh, we should have opening statements.
0: We are doing episode 11 of season. Uh, I guess it's series technically two, de- season one. Series two, season oh, one. Man. It's the Deke episodes. Yes. Uh, after Sunbo uh, gave it up, uh, or I love Marvel. Me some, I
1: love me cheap. some Deke.
0: Hasbro went, sure. went cheap for this. They offered to do it for... And Bill Ratner
2: told us about this. They offered to do it for like one-tenth the cost. Yeah. And they said, well, there'll be... And this is actually a few years later, too, because this was 1990. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So this is four years at three years after the movie, four years after the se- season uh, two of G.I. Joe. And they offered to do it way, 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 way cheap and uh-huh. still promote the toys. And it shows. <laughs>
0: well, here's the thing. I don't... The the aesthetic is very different.
1: It's very. I different. don't. The quality is not worse, though. The quality is I think what the quality it quality is. is worse. Uh, no, I think it's. I think this is what I think is going on. I think you're an '80s kid and you're used to like '80s cartoons and you don't like the '90s cartoons.
2: I love the '90s cartoons.
1: I I just think it to me it was quintessential '90s. It was yes. very '90s. The, the 100%. tone of the voices, the animation itself, but there were actually fewer animation errors. Correct. Than, than normal Are you just talking about the animation GI or are you just talking Joe? about
0: the overall package? Part of the problem was the link that we watched it from, uh, it was a very poor quality transfer. Yeah, the two I watched uh, it the on Tubi.
2: audio 2B, was not good. And, and, the, and it yeah. was better.
0: Uh, okay. The Tubi link I sent you guys uh,
2: this morning?
1: Yeah, I was, used that was better.
2: one. I thought that was the one that I watched. The first one I sent was a different link from like freeanime.com or whatever oh, it was. Huh. And that link, yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, and this is for Dave the Usher, the Patreon. Uh, and subscriber. anybody else who comes after Well, yes, be, correct. Uh, you can still listen yeah. to this, but Dave the Usher is the one who suggested this episode sent us the link for it, oh. uh, and the link was not as good. The original one I sent you It was a little bit of a b- worse quality. Uh, Tubi has it, and so we use the Tubi link, which is generally pretty good.
1: I I uh, I still I would like to know, Dave, if you wanted us to watch this because you loved it <laughs> and wanted us to enjoy it or because you hated it and wanted us to hate it. I will say, I think I'm in the minority here. For sheer ridiculousness... okay. And for me, wow. and what wow. I'm about,
2: I'm a little surprised. I by this. didn't,
1: I didn't hate it. Okay, there were there were so many references and visuals of jizzing in this episode. <laughs> Yes, how there How could I not be on board? Yes. There were sounds of jizzing. There Fair were enough. visuals of jizzing. Yeah. There, were, there was cream exploding everywhere well, in every was. other scene oh. of this show.
2: So, Gina, did you want to read your opening statement? Uh, that was my what, opening statement. That was your opening statement. Okay.
1: A vote for me is a vote for creamy jizz all over all the Joes.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, my general overall thing was just that this felt like an episode of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm -hmm. Yep. uh, For better or for worse. And so I feel like people who uh, grew up on specifically this, because here's uh, I came to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from the comic books. Yes. My first Mm -hmm. experience was reading the Eastman and Laird comic books. So when the cartoon came out, I was like, this is kind of cool because it's this thing that I, I like that now is a big popular thing, but also it's super dumbed down. It was made for made for children, yep. whereas the original uh, *Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles wasn't, and so for the most part, I was not that big a fan of it. Although I did watch a lot of it uh, in those in the early seasons, the, watching this felt like, yeah, if I were ten years younger, this would have been like, boom, right in my sweet spot. I would have just eaten up the the GI Joe thing and and the goofiness and all of that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But we're we're just coming off of episode 211 of yep. um of uh the original GI Joe series and it's got into a pretty good sweet spot where the animation is good, the writing is good, they know who the characters are and the episodes are coming off really well and this is just like it's, it's just a lot of shouting.
1: I have a lot of exclamation points in my notes. Most <laughs> of it is has to do with Jizz.
2: Well, sure. See, so, what they did here is uh, this is series two, and so they, they could only afford a couple of the actors to come back. Mm-hmm. So, you have Chris Lada as Cobra Commander. He's, okay, I
1: knew he was the same. This is
2: Power Armor Cobra Commander. Sergeant Slaughter is in this episode uh-huh. as Sergeant Slaughter. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have all these other characters who I wrote down who are these are like the new crop. We're not even using, you know, Shipwreck or Lifeline or any of these right. people.
1: Zorana's still there for some Zorana's weird reason. Still there, and That's, it was weird to me that she was the lone holdover.
0: Be, well, I mean, uh, Baroness was there too, but. As a background character.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. I'm, I'm curious of uh, the rest of the series if that holds because I feel like Zerana is much more of a 90s character where she it's the very fairness. Was very much Eastern yeah. Bloc. She's uh-huh. all about like old school G- uh, James Bond type villain. But the
2: characters we have to
0: know for this episode. So the G.I. Joes oh, we have Sgt. Slaughter. Hold on, yes. Zorana is the rocksteady and bebop of this episode.
1: Yes, her uh-huh. oh. and
2: Metalhead and Nagahide are absolutely the rocksteady and bebop. Yeah. yeah, as a as a crew, they're different in their own ways, but they all have weird accents. They all
0: have weird voice choices, mm-hmm. and they and they're l- the biggest cartooniest. Uh, they uh, yes. are cartoony. Comic Comic, uh, comic reliefy.
2: Um, oh, I, watching this, it felt like the animation reminded me of the X Men cartoon,
0: yep. which I was Absolutely. a huge yes. other fan I, of.
1: I, I have rewatched that about five times. It's wonderful. though. Uh, again, Very smart
0: uh, timing wise, it was off for me. X Men was my first comic book, like that. Oh. So I mean, it was real near and dear to my heart. And so yeah. when I was like, "Who the fuck is this dude trying to pretend that he's a uh, uh, Cajun?" <laughs> all of these characters are are chunky and weird, yeah, and I don't care for it. See, I,
2: I really like the X-Men ca- cartoon a lot uh, mm-hmm. from the early Same. 90s, and I didn't even think about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but you're right. Looks like X-Men, feels like Ninja Turtles. Yep. You mm-hmm. have Series 2 G.I. Joe. Yep.
1: I gotta say, I was real bummed by Cobra Commander's outfit. We can see too much of his face. It takes away a lot of the mystery. Like, the fact that you can see the skin around his eyes means he's not horribly burned. He doesn't, you know... Well, and he's wearing
2: power armor, which power armor in itself is cool. Like, But the fact mm. that he's – he's he, the way he moves in the power armor doesn't feel like there's any gravitas to the armor whatsoever. Uh,
1: again, it is, very, it is a very Shredder-esque costume. Right? Very. Oh, where I didn't even think, think about that. See, you see yeah. the eyes. Yeah,
0: Shredder's covered in blades yeah. and does not cut a single thing. Nobody.
2: Um, So here's the Joes we need to learn for this episode, okay? And I think that maybe they had – this is episode 11 of series uh, uh, two, so it's perhaps they've had some explanations. But we have uh, Sub-Zero, who actually had that action figure. Uh, He's basically Uh, the ice guy.
0: He's a ninja. I don't like that his name is Sub-Zero. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I was gonna r- say I don't like it. It steps on Mortal Kombat territory. Actually, hold on. This might have come out before Mortal, Mortal
0: Kombat. Kombat was like uh, a
2: couple
1: of years later. I think. I just don't. I don't. I don't want it. I'm well, familiar with the other Sub Zero.
2: While you're looking it up, we have Bullhorn, who for whatever reason is wearing Native American face paint, but he's very clearly American this or Canadian. Was
1: very weird. And he Ooh, works.
2: He wow. worked. He was like Oracle. He like worked the screens. He was the the uh-huh, handler.
0: Uh-huh. Uh, okay, uh, just. Like yes. Reference G.I. Joe uh Deke episode starting in nineteen eighty nine. Uh Mortal Kombat was nineteen ninety two. Th- uh, 1992, so, so it was a couple years, did a few years okay, ahead. Okay. Yeah. So uh
2: but then your other Joes, you have Gridiron, who was like the, the guy with the uh, football foot-ba- mask. Football what the yeah. he was have the main living. dude. I remember he was the main guy of this series. He was of the one Joe. He, he was, was like the Duke of this series. Oh god. Um, Why well,
0: we- oh, oh <laughs> yeah. a football helmet on a soldier. Yes. I don't Um, um we also have Salvo
2: who had a weird helmet on, and then just, he was pretty boring. He had a big, we-
0: he had a big missile weapon. He had that's a what he did. big rack of missiles, which yeah. is, I mean, like, weird. Roadblock took it to a, a pretty far out there place, holding a fifty caliber machine gun, for God's sakes. Uh, and then this dude just but takes it in the 90s. Uh, yeah.
2: Everything had to be extreme. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You kept it based in reality. We're going to take it outside the reality. Yep. This is the 90s. And then finally, Ambush, who's like the hero of the episode, who I couldn't
0: really tell the difference between him and Salvo half the time. Ambush. Like, why not just call the dude Backstab? That seems backstab. like a like, like, uh, nut punch. Nut punch? That's, I would have loved that. I would have bought nut punch. punch. It's our heroes. Those are um, Nut punch sounds like a like cereal. <laughs> <laughs> it hey guys.
1: sounds like a 90s cereal. <laughs>
2: Man, I'm not getting my appropriate amount of sugar and carbs in the morning. Have you tried <laughs> Nut Punch?
1: <laughs>
2: and then some like cartoon icon character uh, with like a giant fist would show up. Yeah. That was 90s in a nutshell, guys. In a Nut Punch. Um, so here we go. I just have written down here just to start off, this is so fucking 90s.
1: Okay, can I just say this? If you, like me, have watched too many cooks about five or six times, if you're not familiar... <laughs> I'm sure everyone is familiar but if you're not familiar it was a thing that Adult Swim had done that's an 11 minute long video go watch it now you'll never be the same
2: It's 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 really creepy you, you, right when you think you understand what was going on yeah, tr- they change it
1: Trust me watch past the first 4 minutes because I almost turned it off mm-hmm. Me too me too But but keep watching and then look up all the Reddit threads and then you'll be <laughs> you, then you'll be like me but in it, there is a a a, par- a G.I. Joe parody section, which I just always assumed was based on the one we've been watching. But now hearing this theme song, The Too Many Cooks is clearly based on this one. Yep. Like, if you go back and watch it, it is, it is, the the theme song is modeled on this one's perfectly. Got, so now I've got to go back tough. and watch Yo, Too Many Joe. Cooks again.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, the, the,
2: the, even the theme song, it's very 90s.
1: Yeah. Mm. and It's very much
2: like shouting and there's like battle cries and, you got know. to
0: get tough.
2: Yeah, and then it's like, and this is our battle cry. It's Yo, Joe. So they're really like trying to work the brand. Also, I don't know if it's because of Tubi or what have you. The sound mix felt really weird. I don't know if it was just a choice. Because half the time I had trouble hearing the dialogue because the lasers oh. and the music were so loud. But in hindsight, that could have just been a choice of nineteen ninety.
1: I did not have that problem. That sounds like a your computer problem. Ooh, I watched on my TV. That's not the American that is vi- that is very clearly this theme song and, as, you, and not the age. Do you have a little song. bit of
2: the theme song just queued up Chan that we could just like drop in just to kind of compare right away for the people at home?
1: And also, if you combine it with what's actually going on in Too Many Cooks, with people running through the desert, yep. it's, it's very much that. And and now I'm glad that I I, I figured that out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, you you posted it. I it just sort of had this click in my head after you you, you mentioned it to us on uh, Facebook. Yeah,
1: go home and watch that just that scene from Too Many Cooks again, and then immediately afterwards watch the opening of this. And, and
2: for the record, I'll put a, I'll just. Well, I guess it doesn't even make sense because this is the secret Patreon account. But somewhere on our Twitter or something, we'll put the link to Too Many Cooks. Yeah. So you guys <laughs> can check that out. Um, we haven't even gotten to the episode yet, and we're like fifteen
0: <laughs> minutes deep. Yeah. I, I do want to say that my very first note, in all caps, Gold Destro. Oh, uh, I was already off board at right there. I just stepped off. But I'm that like, was I'm Iron going. Grenadier Destro. What? That was the one that brought Roddy Piper on board.
2: Oh, does that bring you back at all? Mm.
1: I don't. No, was there a gold Destro? Yes,
2: I actually owned him. He had a half cape, and he had a totally black outfit that was different. It was and he similar was in but different. this episode. He's not in the episode; he's in the credits because he's Got it. a villain of this series, and he has gold head Destro. That's how you know he's different. Got it. And that was Iron Grenadier Destro, who had instead of he had his own crew of Iron Grenadiers, mm-hmm. uh, who came about um, during this time period. Got it. All right. uh, the uh, we are uh, Cobra has Operation Close Shave.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: And they're at the Everfresh <sighs> Shaving Cream Factory stealing a giant vat. Is that how you store shaving cream? They store a million giant vats?
0: gallons of shaving cream.
1: I'm just gonna. I'm just saying we have we have our first almost immediately our first jizz moment. <laughs> Okay. When, like, the, the shaving cream thing just explodes all over. All mm-hmm. over everybody. And yep. they're just all, and and they're all creamed, and if you didn't know what you were watching, you just took that screen grab of it, it's just them covered in white
2: goo. It's ridiculous. And what kills me about it is Sergeant Slaughter and Sub-Zero begin the attack on it, and so they run away, and Naugahyde gets jizzed on twice. Yeah. In the opening scene of the so show, they, they have the Slimer moment with the shaving <laughs> cream. It once, apparently not enough, because we're in the 90s were extreme so we had to do it twice
1: and i'm just like at what point is it still funny it's w- it's one long jizz fest so and it must have been on purpose <laughs> uh a
0: sunboat you know what i honestly don't think it was jizz at all in their minds it was whipped cream because also this is we're living in a uh, uh post uh what do you call that uh that uh, Nickelodeon Temple show.
2: Oh, You can't do that on television?
0: No, no, no. Not even that. After that was like... Oh, uh, Secrets of
2: the Hidden Temple?
0: Uh, Yeah. But, the, uh, the but, but also the
2: house, Double, do on, uh, double, Dare, was double the, Dare was the one, that, the one. that got yeah, people... Yeah.
0: Cream... Uh, uh, cream So, like, this is very much oriented towards kids. If this were a Sunbow episode, Mm -hmm. they would have assaulted a shaving cream factory (laughs) and then taken away the specific chemicals, these CFCs. Yeah. But because it's the cartoony version, they have to take the shaving cream and, like,
1: Whoa! I will say though, yeah, in yeah. one part, in one scene here, there is a tube shaped like a dick. It's yes. a Metal tube. Yep. The top comes off. Stuff spurts out. There's yep. a jizzing noise. There is. <laughs> there is. <laughs> was no... it like?
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, yep. That was like. Right. It was cartoon jizzing d- Every. <laughs> That's not does what
2: that sounds sound like, sound like that for that
0: you guys. You- mm. You should see a doctor. I should not yeah, be drinking all this diet right, soda. You get
1: that checked out. That's what I've been telling you.
0: <laughs> Apparently, it's eating holes it through is. your urethra in multiple locations.
2: Guys, I feel real sick. Uh, well, Jan, what's the physics of shaving cream? What are CFCs? Uh, is this a, is this a thing on any level? Because I thought it was the aerosol from the can, no, not the actual shaving cream itself. Sha-
1: no, here's the thing: shaving cream cans do have aerosol in it. Right, but it seems to me like they were f- they were figuring out a way to just sort of like like if like in that in that one episode of South Park where Butters as as his alter ego is like spraying hairspray just up in the air, and he's like just keeps taking can after can of mm-hmm. hairspray. I think they have found a way to just like quickly release all the CFC. Uh, but they're not in aerosol ooh.
2: cans. That's my problem. It's a vat of the just the shaving cream.
0: Yeah,
1: that uh, is a problem
2: because uh, the chlorofluor- yes. f-
0: chlorofluorocarbons, which are the things that they're taking out oh, theoretically, okay. are the things mm-hmm. that pressurize a can of shaving cream. Yeah, so the shaving cream itself is just basically like soap. Because shaving cream's inert, as far as I thought. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I don't. I for some reason I thought they were also stealing cans, but I guess I no, guess it's no, just they're the giant they're tub big of it. tanks. <laughs> yeah,
0: and they were they were siphoning out the uh, tanks full of shaving cream yeah. so there wouldn't have been any uh, CFCs in there and to begin with.
2: Almost lost in this moment as Cobra uh, is attacked and then drives off with the giant things of shaving cream. Cobra Commander's almost lost moment right before they cut to the next scene. Do you have the sound pull for for me for this because it, it made me cringe and laugh at the same time. <laughs> And your sound mixes off like mine was. <laughs> just but, a yeah. little
1: dabble, do ya. Yep. He says,
0: just a little dabble, will do ya. Mm, and, cream, and, and a and little dab will do ya. <laughs> <bril Cream. laughs> uh, do you, you do all know the song, right? Yes. Because yeah. I feel like, uh, like Brill Cream hasn't been a thing. The Brill Cream wasn't a thing when I was a, Child, yeah. So obviously, it was much further back than that.
1: But it's also become from the from the commercial. It's become a saying now. It's a, a little thing. dabble, do you? People I'm know sure. the thing, I and mean, yabba dabba
2: do, okay. okay. I'm sure, has something to do with that. What? Flintstones, yabba dabba do, nope. no a little, little dabble, do you? You don't think there's a little because they sound similar?
0: No, because I totally
2: was thinking he said yabba dabba doo <laughs> when I first heard, when I first heard the episode. I had to go back and rewind oh it. Oh
0: my gosh! And I heard just a dabble, do ya. Uh, I guess the answer to my question. Thank you very much, Ray. <laughs> uh Brill Cream, a little do ya. Cream, you look so That look the ladies love. It's so disturbingly healthy. Disturbingly healthy. <laughs>
1: that her voice is disturbingly creepy.
0: <laughs> All I have to
1: say is Cobra is this I wrote Cobra's running out of ideas. Like they've been at it for so long. But they're like, can we?
2: What should we do? Can, can I just say that hearing that commercial makes me glad I don't have hair—the <laughs> first time ever. But you're right; this is a real bottom of the barrel Cobra plan. Uh-huh. I have a feeling this is par for the course in series too. Yeah. I think this is I why remember.
1: this is why they filled it with 70 percent of the episode with jizzing.
0: Well, here here's the thing: uh, they are talking about CFCs. Uh-huh. They're talking about global warming. Yep. This is the 90s where they're trying to be socially conscious. Correct. And oh. they're trying to uh, put it into a, um, a a situation that a child would understand. They're yeah. making an effort and just doing a shit but- job of it.
2: Because of this, I understand why there are so many climate change skeptics out there. <laughs> like, It suddenly hit me like... If this is where I was coming from, and because the ozone layer was the, the economic, or economic, was the ecological disaster thing that was happening before Al Gore came along and rebranded it as global warming uh-huh. and climate change. The ozone layer was like a decade before all that. It probably was still Al Gore at the time, if I looked back to check, because the, uh, the ozone layer is, is going to go away because of all the aerosol and all the, 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 the car exhausts and stuff. And uh, uh, we're going to melt the ice caps and then it's going to be bad. Nowhere in there was it we're all going to get sunburned. Like, that's not where the problem came in. Because we they sit down and Cobra and G.I. Joe at the same time have dual meetings where they're learning about what the ozone layer is.
1: We get a couple penguin jokes in here. Sunburned <laughs> penguin jokes. You think, Cobra, you think Cobra wants to shave the penguins is what the dumb guy says on the Joe's side. And then on the Cobra side, someone says, give those penguins a sunburn. Yeah.
2: And so, I mean, and and so he comes up with, no, okay, we're going to damage the ozone layer in Antarctica specifically, which mm-hmm. was the issue of the day. Yeah. But somehow that's going to result in the ozone layer everywhere going away and people, the sun will be so burning you, you're going to need no zone salvo, no zone salve. That we make to Just protect sunscreen. you from the sun. It is sunscreen.
1: I think though, I think maybe the Cobra scientist came up with a crazy, like, anti-cancer sunscreen. Okay. That's like way better than normal sunscreen. That like you could it's like the stuff that in Blade, one of the vampires puts on a bunch of sunscreen and then talks to Blade outside for like two minutes until the sunscreen starts to melt and he's gotta go back inside. I think this is like that Super Blade sunscreen.
2: I 100% believe this product works. Can mm-hmm. I start there? I absolutely believe that he, he they're creating a problem to totally solve it. Uh,
1: mm-hmm. I feel like this is also a real thing that drug companies do. They, they uh who's, that, who's the AIDS guy? The AIDS medication guy? The
2: AIDS medication about guy. Come Martin Screlly? Yeah, 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 bro- yeah. Oh, okay.
1: I feel like this is a thing that Martin Screlly would do.
2: Yeah, it's just the plan, even... To a child, this plan wouldn't work. Like, you're taking a real thing I that was the, in disagree, the moment. disagree,
1: Ray. But,
0: but, yeah, I think a ch- what a child but, understands is, like, uh, the ozone protects us from UV rays. Correct. If you get rid of the ozone, there will be a bunch of UV rays, but still basically the same But cobras only get rid of, just, of the
2: UV rays in Antarctica,
0: where we don't no, live. No, no, the idea is that's where the hole is, so you start there, and then it, it takes off oh, yeah. oh, okay. the yeah It's like, It's ozone like a balloon.
1: Layer. If you pop a balloon... It's That's not, how the
2: ozone layer is. It's a giant balloon encompassing yeah, the Earth. Yeah,
1: one 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 hole is all you need. Also, welcome to welcome to our world now, Ray. Now you know. Now you know what Chan and I have been going through. For the whole first season of GI Joe, episodes, those episodes
2: make sense to me.
1: No, they only make sense to you because you watched them when you were little.
2: They make sense to me now. I don't. I think they all hold up, and I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> right now. Um, and do, do, do why does Cobra Commander flash the peace sign and grab Zorana and pull her tight at the end of the uh, the sales pitch?
1: Listen. I like that. I like it's that so Cobra weird. Commander says in his speech. He says, "Salesmen and saleswomen." I like that he's trying to be more inclusive. It is nice. His sure. his right hand man is actually a woman now.
0: Zerano. Yep. She I think is he's more enlightened. She is. Uh, She's Vanna White.
2: She's very much Vanna White.
0: She's not a partner in any uh, real sense. Uh. She is the uh, sex appeal. That, so that uh, Pat Sajak stands there, you know, yeah. like says the words. I will say she is sexier
1: as... than the night. Like if you put her next to the 80s version, this one is sexier. I
2: think they're both hot, but I like the 80s one better. No,
1: Ray, you've been brainwashed. Maybe.
2: <laughs> she is hot, though. I'm not going to say. <laughs>
1: She's much hotter. She has softer features. She doesn't have such a masculine jaw. That's, See, what, I, that's what
0: I like. Yeah, I'm into those harder now. features. So- <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, Gina. <laughs> Um.
2: So we, we we cut, and this is where the episode just it's just it keeps going getting weirder and weirder. Uh, Cobra has filmed a series of TV commercials mm-hmm. for their product uh, to let people know this is a thing, and inexplicably only cast Zorana Nagahide and Metalhead to be in the commercials.
1: Okay, inexplic. I like. La- okay, compare this to uh, uh, what's the band that the.
2: Cold slither, cold
1: sli- yeah. Compared to the cold okay, slither right. episode, and it is it is almost exact. You're being way <laughs> harsher on this one because you didn't watch it when you were little. Uh, probably, also, but if you- this had happened in the '80s cartoon, you would have loved it. You would have thought it was hilarious to see but, like, the dreadnoughts. Who,
0: which which cobras would you put in their place? <laughs> well, these are the only three in this episode. So, I yeah, mean, they have which to be ones, the ones would you? Because we saw a bunch of them uh, sitting down.
1: In the eighties one it would be the dreadnoughts, and these it guys are the, the nineties version of the dreadnoughts. You're not wrong. Zorana is there to be like the the sex appeal but in the commercial. It's so
2: weird and, I mean I I don't hate to say it, it's so cartoony because Metalhead pulls out like a literal like cane, pulls down the uh, uh, pulls down the backdrop, yep. and then Zorana like is literally thrown into a chair mm-hmm. and she just starts up right away, and it's just so disjointed and weird. I,
1: and- Again, go back to the cold Slither <laughs> episode. Where it's – where, like, for some reason they, in the episode, know the G.I. Joe theme song – know their own theme song. (laughs) To me, that's plausible. They can all inexplicably sing and play instruments, which has never been brought up before. I'm on board. I'm on board (laughs) with that.
2: That, to me, makes way more sense. It's just the the, the logistics of it. Like, it's just bizarre to me. And then, yeah, I don't know. That commercial was, I found it strange.
1: All I have to say is the guy with the Rockets, Metalhead, must have some serious back problems. Because that is like... He he has rockets on his back at all times. I feel like he goes he must go to like physical therapy like 3 days so he, a
2: week. I'm thinking this he's on like oxycontin, he's on some severe oh, pain medication mm-hmm. which also explains his personality.
1: He's like a professional <laughs> athlete that's just like getting getting cortisone shots constantly.
0: What I'm curious about uh as regards the rest of the series is cobra are are a lot of their schemes the sort of uh Corporate shilling kind of a uh, thing where they're trying to sell people things. I think they uh, are a lot of the times. Yeah, because I feel like that's also something that became prominent in the '90s. Once we started getting infomercials and stuff, it became sort of a standing joke that uh, you know if you wanted to get ahead, you sh- you gotta you know make a make a wacky you know Ron peel type uh, invention and then sell it on late night. So you know the bad guys come across as Uh, this sort of uh, infomercial infomercial very hacky
2: though Mm
0: -hmm. they obviously don't know what they're
2: doing Mm -hmm. and uh, these commercials clearly have not been edited in any way (laughs) like Cobra has one of the best design teams on the planet and I guess it's just weird to me that this haphazardly thrown together what have you is the best thing they could do and I know we're playing it up for wackiness and and gags and laughs but it just just didn't seem right to me
1: see I actually took it the opposite way I, I took it that it was written that way that it was supposed to purposely be like a joke within a joke. And the writer was like, all right, we're going to start out normal. You're going to be on a beach. But then all of a sudden we realize that the beach is really just a backdrop. And the backdrop falls away. And then Cobra Commander comes through the backdrop yeah, to address the I camera directly. Yeah, it was directly. all on purpose. It was
2: just strange choices, I guess. I think it was all on purpose. Let's cut to an a- Antarctica base. And uh, there's a snow serpent running around with a giant hoverboard dick.
1: I I am telling you, this whole
2: episode is just dicks and jizz. If I don't mention the fact that he's got a double dong hoverboard that he's that's like peach colored that he's like riding around on, and with with little sparks coming out the tip of the dick,
0: nothing says nineties like (laughs) snowboarding.
2: (laughs) I mean, and it's like, but it's like rocket snowboarding Mm -hmm. on a dick. I mean, the fact that it's a dick, like really, it stuck out to me. It's like, is he is he riding a giant dick? Yes. Yes, he is. I'm telling you, 1990. I, I feel
1: like the guys that made this were making uh, an Ace and Gary cartoon for <laughs> SNL. It's, it's very much so.
2: It's their car. Oh, my goodness. So there was a big fight that happens between uh, Sergeant Slaughter, Sub-Zero. Uh, there's a huge avalanche that goes down. Uh, and then Sub-Zero is saved by Gridiron. So there's a lot of like teamwork kind of happening in the fight scene. Because we're G.I. Joe and that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, quite frankly, I found this fight seemed to be pretty boring. So, Is this the
1: music montage part? Or uh, no.
2: Here's the deal. Probably. Uh, well, G.I. Joe gets into the base and they find one of our favorite throwbacks Cobra, Cobra Life, Life Magazine. Magazine.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh, right around here also was the point where I finally uh, realized, like, oh, that uh, – this is where it solidified for me, the uh, the 90s connection, was the high voices because I've yeah. been used to the G.I. Joe voices of, like – they're trying to be, like, dudes, soldiers. bros. Real they're soldiers. Soldiers, yeah. And these guys are like, high voice. I'm like, oh, my God, what yep. are we doing? And
2: that's the thing that Bill Radner was talking to us about, uh, if you remember Flint's vacation, because he said, like, they only hired Canadian actors. Mm. So they're literally, besides the oh. people they brought over, these are all just a bunch of, like, low rent Canadian dudes Ray's who work on the calling Canadians
1: pussies right now. He's like, you Canadians all have high pitched pussy voices.
2: Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry. Ray I, wants to I, fight I grew up
1: all of Canada. very
2: close to the Canadian border my entire life. <laughs> it's a fact, people. You just have to get over it.
0: Uh, Canada's our second uh, biggest audience base. You're not wrong. <laughs> no, I'm not wrong. I've looked at the numbers. I Here's the deal. I'm married a Canadian, everybody, so
1: I'm, I'm off the
2: hook, right? So you're
1: allowed to say whatever you want about their pussy voices.
2: <laughs> but seriously, Canada, come on. <laughs> but no, they hired, and they were, obviously, they're doing affectation voices. They were not doing, like, real acting voices. But yes, they well, are. I mean, that, very that's,
0: cartoony voices. That's what from the the, cartoons are at this time. Yes. In the 90s, it was different.
2: They weren't as rooted in gritty reality as the 1985 86 G.I. Joe series. So gritty. <laughs> <laughs> and why, Cobra Commander and Zorana are selling tubes out the back of a truck with police protection in the middle of the city. Ooh. This is their plan. I mean, I know there's no internet le- yet. You can't just go to Amazon.cobra.com <laughs> yep. and, and do the thing. But they literally just take a giant truck into the middle of the city.
1: I mean, they sell all those tubes. How much money do you think they all, they made? You saw
2: the, how big the pile of money is. 500 were, bucks a tube.
1: Yeah, 500 bucks a tube. I mean, there's got to be like... At least 30 tubes in a box. Well,
2: they were just selling the tubes individually, one per person. Yeah,
1: but I mean, like, I mean, the boxes that were packed in the back of the thing. And plus he did at some point say, like, buy buy a single one. Buy them by the crate.
2: Buy them by the crate, yep.
1: I just think he made a lot of money.
2: It's just, the plan has flaws. And they did make a reference to the fact this was like a tester mission. This <laughs> is to see if it's a product people would actually buy.
0: Mm, it was an afternoon of market research that afternoon paid off of, handsomely. Thank you very much. And they,
2: But they made like a pile of money yep. <laughs> so large that Ambush could hide in it mm-hmm. and easily avoid detection. Yeah. Good job, Cobra. G.I. Joe will return after these messages. Back to GI Joe. In one day, I feel like they funded like a year of Cobra operations just by taking a truck out there. And I haven't worked in a food truck, but uh, are there that many people out there just like clamoring with hundred dollar <laughs> bills in their hands? Mm-hmm.
0: Apparently. Mm-hmm.
2: And and why is there no other company getting on this right now? It's
1: like they don't know the patented secret chemical formula. They you can't just make drugs, Ray. <laughs> It's uh, you not-
0: literally can because it's not regulated by the FDA. You could literally make sunscreen however you want.
1: Yeah, but people don't know how they do. I'm telling you, I think that there's some secret ingredient there that makes it a super sunscreen. Is, love.
2: It, love <laughs> is a uh, Is there so Is jizz. there like is that the next thing for hipsters, artisan sunscreen? Yeah. I'm sure it already
1: is. They've exists. already got
2: beer and soap and mm, all these other pasty uh, white sons
0: of bitches.
1: <laughs>
2: artisan sunscreen, guys. I'm just saying get on it get on it right now uh, we, we, we then trip to the uh, okay the factory of no zone. Where ambush has, has ridden in the truck to the Cobra jet, oh yeah, which has taken him to the Cobra factory.
1: This is where we get the music montage in the factory. We get the music montage.
2: Yeah, he fights a couple generic Cobra soldiers, and he fights Metalhead, mm-hmm. and 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 he becomes David Blaine at one point as he goes into like a weird like a hangar thing on a box, and then appears a floor above that in a in a in a in a tube
1: uh-huh. of
2: some kind in a, in a metal canister.
1: Also, we have a lot of jizz sounds in this. Scene. Okay.
2: Yes, and I actually have right here. Um, can we get some sound effects of some of this fight? As metalhead, uh, and the, the big fight happens, and there, you're right. I just need to hear it. So
1: much jizz.
2: Our mix is just not good. It's it's there, but we can yeah, barely hear I, it.
1: Yeah, I could I could sort of hear it. But there's also a burst pipe. This right. is the, this is the burst pipe scene where it just looks like a penis squirting Jizz out. <laughs> uh and, and I
2: asked the question right here, are missiles the best choice for fighting in a factory?
1: I mean, Obviously. I will say, I will say there were some there were some similarities between this and the eighties cartoon. It it leaves a Cobra base completely destroyed.
2: That's just a staple of at, the series, at I think. The end.
1: Uh I was a little bit nervous when Cobra Commander says Towards the end, like, all right, I'm gonna stay calm. I'm not gonna lose my temper. <laughs> I was like, oh, what is this crap? And then, of course, he loses his temper.
0: So, no, do you not understand how uh, uh, a jo- <laughs> the joke a joke construction?
1: Oh, uh, what's a joke? <laughs> Comedy uh, writer
2: Gina Ippolito, ladies and gentlemen.
1: <laughs> also consistent through the through the series. Bechdel test fa- fail. Oh yeah. Only Zorana was in there.
0: Hey, who is the asshole? Who the the hero? The G.I. Joe who wears the Right of Might shirt?
2: Okay, no. that sounds like some white pride Aryan bullshit. <laughs> it's not just that he wears uh, the, the, okay, because I have this written down. Uh, the Right of Might t shirt is worn by Salvo after he saves him in the factory, but there's a moment that happens where it actually says, Te, right is might, and the the is a T E H. Oh, no. Dude, somebody hand wrote that. Yes. And so it, it actually cuts when you f- he first comes in because uh, Sergeant Slaughter is threatening Cobra Commander, okay? Uh-huh. And Zorana just bucks out. She's just like, I have a dinner date or lunch date, and I have to escape through the elevator, mm-hmm. leaving Sergeant Slaughter there to menace Cobra Commander in his power armor. And Cobra Commander, and I love this moment, he goes to use the elevator, and Sergeant Slaughter just picks up a piece of computer, mm-hmm. a chunk of it, and throws it and hits the elevator button with it. And is just like, you're not going anywhere, Mm-hmm. and I just like the force of that is just magical I mean he could have just come over and pressed the button but he throws just a piece of something <laughs> and a Cobra Commander immediately goes into negotiations with Sergeant Slaughter I'll give you 20% of the, uh, the profits of my thing mm-hmm. obviously that's gonna work oh it didn't work at all okay 30 30% is what we're talking we're, we're obviously making a deal here that's why you're here, Sergeant Slaughter, not to beat me up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, yes, and Salvo blows his hole into the into the thing. And he first off, he's wearing Ta Right is Might t-shirt. In a later shot, it has been fixed, and it says The Right of Might. But you can probably find that on any one of a number of uh, white supremacy websites. You can buy yeah. that
0: t-shirt. Ugh. Is that or the like, right is, message? Is, 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 there a, <laughs> is there a an advocacy group for wife beaters? like 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 a like an MRA group that's just like you know what uh we all agree that it's correct to to beat women right um let's just co- like like nambla like nambla for uh, for domestic violence i believe that they're they're actually Tamite is right i believe yeah, that is the is name. Right. That is the name uh, t-shirt <laughs> T-M-I-R. but it's also
2: this is also sort of where the team america world police like vibe comes from because uh mm-hmm. the heroes of this this like genre Definitely are like, I can beat you up, therefore I must be correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of Sergeant Slaughter's whole deal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, if we're doing it. So uh, th- they release the balloon, and Sub-Zero does the classic like cartoon thing, the classic hero thing. He chases after it, jumps onto it, grabs it, and then pulls himself <laughs> to the top of the balloon, and then radios the base and says, I captured the balloon. And thank God Naugahyde is there in that moment to be like... No, you fucking didn't.
0: I am also on top of this balloon <laughs> for reasons. <laughs> well, he's there to blow up the balloon. He's there with his knife
2: to cut the balloon when it gets close to the ozone layer so he can rupture it and make it happen. Never mind the oh. science of if it gets high <laughs> enough, it's
0: going to rupture anyway. Do they not have automated devices for that? Unfortunately, They
1: wanted to do like a, a hipster throwback thing where they were like, you know what? We have a oh. rocket that could just go right up there but I I really miss the charm of a good old balloon. This is an
0: artisanal balloon
2: bursting. (laughs) I was going to say, we're in the 90s, Chan. Remote controls are so 80s. We don't use those anymore. Fair enough. I cannot
0: argue that logic even a little bit.
2: (laughs) And Sub-Zero does this weird hero thing where he jumps backwards and yanks the tether of the balloon, which then wobbles it, so Naugahyde loses the knife, so therefore there's no chance to explode the balloon anymore. We're just out of options guys. We had a dude with a knife up there. He lost the knife.
0: GG. Plans no, well, over. Yep. <laughs> we made a uh, we we made our uh, truck money. Let's go home.
1: <laughs> That's true made our truck money they be- still got the truck money
0: i mean
2: i assume that it's well in a moment when the base blows up i'm assuming truck money goes That's with true. it
1: or or it's, it, it was it was like fifty dollars less than what the base cost was what they made for the day right, right.
2: yeah i just i feel like because we're almost done with the episode like i feel mm-hmm. like this is an episode that had a lot of padding in it
1: <laughs> and just a lot of just, just... again unlike other gi joe episodes. yes
2: because the gi joe episode is action 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 shit we're almost done 60 seconds to out we're out like that's GI, that's every, and this one I don't know. It just feels like I don't, I don't know. Series two, man, it's just not the same. Uh, metal. So they just, uh, Cobra Commander has a backup plan, a Plan B, if you will. Uh, <laughs> he has metalhead shoot his missile at the balloon, which should have been the plan from step one <laughs> if a rational person was writing this episode. <laughs> And 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 then and then a really weird moment happens. So he's aiming it. He has to call out loud <laughs> how far away he's guesstimating the target is mm-hmm. for his targeting system to properly lock on. Mm-hmm. He guesses two miles away, which is a very long distance mm. yeah. for him to just be like eyeballing. Uh-huh. And then Sergeant Slaughter throws a parachute over him pulls the parachute which spins him around he doesn't understand what's happening
1: anymore and in the moment shoots the missile at the base here's the thing i don't know if he was eyeballing he clearly has some sort of glasses on yeah one one side of which covers one eye right so i'm assuming there's some sort of like distance lock thing well, there's a
2: crosshair on it too i believe like
1: yeah like i i think there's probably something that like lets him be more accurate than the average person it's, just, it's
2: such a 90s cartoon moment, though, because Slaughter like throws the, the tarp over him or the parachute or whatever, spins him. He does a, whoa, 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 whoa. Can't stop to get my bearings. I still have to shoot right now. <laughs> and then it goes in a completely straight line through the entirety of the base, ending up in Cobra Commander's chamber through the hole that they've already created and into his control room.
1: Again, everything in this episode comes back to Dick's. He could not stop himself once he had already once okay. he was already about to release. Okay. <laughs> he couldn't think about baseball. Can't he can't think got of grandma's. Yeah, he got spun you around and was just baseball. like I'm Gridiron's shooting. Gridiron
0: is there with his stupid football helmet. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Gridiron. What a dope. <laughs>
1: So he just shot it off. He couldn't. He couldn't control it. He just shot it he off. Shot it off. And then when it started going, hole.
2: started going into the thing, it had to impregnate the baby at the end of the fallopian tube <laughs> exactly. of this base. Exactly. Am I feeling this, this metaphor whole, right? And
1: the whole time it was going, it was going. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so the entire base blows up, but somehow all the villains are still in the base, and it's just lightly destroyed. <laughs> Yeah. And then as they're walking through the chamber, what appears on a random television in the base, but one of their unaired (laughs) commercials. And then we have to sit and watch a ridiculous another commercial of them singing with like, Uh it's like they had like the Mr. Peanut hat and cane, like doing a number. Don't forget that they're walking through jizz this
1: entire time. And they're
2: walking through jizz the entire time. (laughs) And so it's Cobra Commander being like, Ah, I failed! This commercial's stupid.
1: And then the episode's just over. I mean, the aftermath is just them mopping up jizz. It's literally there. The so that's where it moppers. has to end. No, no, no.
0: Ah! No, no. Yeah, he shoots the TV. He pulls and, in Elvis.
2: And then <laughs> the episode's over.
0: Like, mm-hmm. we're just done. Yep.
1: Again, you seem surprised by this, but this is how every episode ever ends.
0: That's uh, Well, I mean, also, the 90s uh, uh, comedy tag at the end there.
1: Tratter! Ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or Dr. Claw, I'll Get You Gadget.
0: That's 80s. That is still 80s. 80s. The 80s. I
1: think there was, oh, yeah. I wonder if there was some crossover, though.
2: probably here's the deal probably probably but anyways guys so dave the usher shame on you that's the no zone conspiracy (laughs) Uh. we did it um we are having an internal debate right now that keeps going back and forth of whether we're going to do series two once we finish the second season of gi joe series one real american hero and based on gina's reaction to this maybe we're gonna keep going because you seem into it
1: i'm just saying it wasn't it it isn't I think we've just become used to the 80s cartoon okay. but in terms of
2: quality it is no better or worse. I could not disagree with you any more strongly but here's the deal it's still GI Joe sort of I would still totally be on board to do it. Um we still have to have many internal discussions about this.
0: <laughs> and there's Chan over there just dead inside. Chan
1: hates everything ever.
0: So it doesn't really matter no, what No. I love Transformers. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna uh, put off that my Transformers show for another year just to watch this garbage.
1: <laughs> what? What of Gem? What of Gem? Uh, I
2: am way that's down to do your spinoff gem. show.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm into
2: it. I'm into all of the above. I mean, here's the deal. I'd do whatever.
1: Look, it's not like we're gonna be doing anything else with our life lives in a year, this guys. Is fair.
2: This is fair. you are not wrong, and I am
1: sad. <laughs> So there's the bonus episode,
2: the No Zone Conspiracy. Uh, for the sake of argument, uh, you can hit us up on uh, Facebook.com slash Knowing is Half the Podcast. On Twitter, at GI Joe Podcast. You can email the show, Knowing is Half the Podcast at gmail.com. We have a Patreon set up, so you can go on there. Uh, just look it up on our Facebook page. That's the best place to find it. And uh, give us some money, and you too could make your own episode. But if you're listening <laughs> to this, I mean, either up your pledge for a month and do it, or start pledging now, or whatever you want to do. Um, so, I got guys individually, you can hit me up. I am at Almighty Ray.
0: At 999 RPMs.
1: I'm at Gina
2: Ippi. And uh, we hope you enjoyed this bonus episode, uh, bonus content for the Patreon folks, and we're happy to do more. So, uh, Dave the Usher, uh, give us another one, man. We're happy to do it, and um, <laughs> that's all we got for you. So.
0: <laughs> Ooh.